what I want to talk about today on the lighter side of the fence is, is winter a good time to sell? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope the answer is yes. <laughs> tomorrow my house goes up for sale. So <laughs> I'm hoping the answer is yes to this topic. Going one, going quiet, sold. You're listening to The Property Pod. All right, guys, welcome back to The Property Pod, your weekly engagement into real estate in the Hobart marketplace. I'm your host, Aaron Horn, and I'm stoked to say that from here on out, we're going weekly for the rest of the year. I was going to yeah. say, I thought we will bi-weekly these days as... <laughs> I'm committed to the cause and we're going weekly again. Like it's been a rough road. People have been scared that there's no more show anymore. And I can't believe that I got text saying what's happened to the property pod, but I did. Yep. Uh, So we're... We're kicking forward and we're back with a vengeance. Thanks, Aaron's mum, for texting me <laughs> shit on the show. <laughs> she really liked last week. She, she thought Josh was a good listen. I was spewing that I uh, missed, oh, was, wasn't there for it, actually. Because yeah. uh, it'd be nearly a month and a half since uh, I've actually been back on the mics. Yeah, yep. so, yeah. Uh, I think we put out two episodes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah. been rough. We've had you, yeah. John. You're the glue that holds <laughs> us together. <laughs> Run us through where you've been, my friend, because I got back from um, a little bit of time away and then I'm like sitting in this studio ready to go and I've said to Pat, I said, what's happening? And he's like, oh, there's no (laughs) J-Mac. Yeah. J-Mac told me two days ago that he's going to the Philippines. (laughs) I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly where I was. So um, my partner, Kathy, she hadn't been back there in um, eight years. So it was my first time um, over in the country. Loved it. It It was very different because we didn't do your traditional staying at resort holidays or anything like that. We're with her family out in the provinces. Yep. And the that's I mean, it's just such a different world. And when you get home it really gives you an appreciation for just how lucky we have it in Australia. Indeed. Um and but one thing that got me was I, I've never had a worse month's sleep in my entire lifetime. <laughs> it was I, I, I was absolutely wrecked by the time I got back. You had um, to have a little holiday from yeah. your holiday. Well that's why I was I was home for a week before I could get back to work. I was <laughs> I was in bed until like one o'clock every day until Thursday. And yeah, the only way I got back on my like um, must have been jet lag and normal sleeping was on Friday, Saturday night. I ended up buying a bottle of red wine, drunk all of it, <laughs> slept like a baby. Uh, I woke up at a normal time and I was, I was healed. You've hit the reset button <laughs> and you're all good. Biblical. McGregor reset. Yeah, the wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. It was great. <laughs> Your dad's a fond lover of that reset as well, isn't he? Uh, that's probably, that's, that's, uh, we, I think it's the Scottish cure. It has to be. <laughs> the it's, Scottish it's, cure. The Scottish no, cure. I like, don't mind that at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, just give us a, a quick rundown of, of your time there. So it was a mm. surprise for um, Kathy's mum. Her whole family. For everybody. Uh, one of her brothers knew the whole the whole scam because she'd been spending about a, a couple of months trying to get the house um, that she bought and built for them years ago yep. prepared a little bit more for us too because it's summer over there, so it's 30 degrees constant. So it's hot as. Yep. Um, and, I mean, she's not acclimatised to that weather either. So we had in our bedroom just an air conditioner so you could retreat to it if you needed to. So you just come out, sweat, like like sweat bullets, and then like, oh, I need five five moments, five minutes respite. Go back into the room, come back out, ready for the world again. Yeah, so you're saying like like just generally day to day, they're not using aircon no. at all, and they had to kind of bring it in for the, the Western influence to be like, we need to. Well, and she just just in our bedroom as well. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it, it looked it, it looked pretty bad, but I don't think anyone. None, none of the brothers or cousins or cousins or cousins or cousins, cousins and cousins and uncles and aunties and cousins paid any attention because that was the thing, man. There were people running around everywhere. Yeah, wow. Um, she's got this – because in that little province in the pocket, um, the her Andron family name um, is 
or in Cordoba, there's there's so many connectors, aunties, aunties and uncles, all in that area. Yeah, fantastic. So then the house was just a drop-in center while we were there, and it was just feed people, feed people, feed people. Um, I'm not being um, uh, malicious in that statement, which is funny because that's exactly what was happening. Yeah, well, and I guess like sharing sharing meals and sharing food with with family yeah. is kind of one of the best things you can do, and it's a yeah. great way of learning so much about each other. So yeah, having all these people come back and obviously see her that have missed her, oh, and then exactly. to be able to say like, ah, oh, let's break bread. Exactly, and yeah, that well, sounds fantastic. Well, one of the first ones was to learn how the um, how to share the beers with the beers with the brothers. And there's the words like tagay or something. I'm getting that wrong, but rather than every you know, you have a beer, you have a beer, I have a beer, and we all just cheers. Is it you have a glass, then I'll pour it for you, then you pour it for the next person, then you pour it for the next person. We swap the glass uh, while while drinking this um, beer called Red Horse, which is you know the liter beer that we could get like six point nine percent. Pretty. Pretty damn strong. Yeah, but what happens is, is that your drinking habits become shocking because you're sculling every single drink. Because otherwise, you're sitting there sipping, and it's almost like everyone is just staring at you, waiting for that glass to come back around and they're turning it. <laughs> yeah, you're feeling <laughs> the eyes on you, just <laughs> yeah. being like, "Hey, buddy, on, like, give me the drink, give me the drink." <laughs> so the second we walk in there, um, there was uh, I, I got in, I settled down for five minutes, and then one of the neighbours came along, gave me a glass of beer to skull, which. I didn't, it was just skull. And then it went around so fast, I'd even thought I'd got another few glasses in. I was starting to feel a bit woozy. And then another came in and had this coconut wine that they had, and they gave me a glass of that. And so we hadn't been there for 30 minutes, and I was already half drunk. I'd pack the, the, the bags. Um, but then we, then with that time, we did do a couple of tours around a, a couple of different islands. There's a Malapasqua, which is sort of a resort island, uh, Bantayan, which is another a larger, larger province. Yeah. Um, and but most of our time was spent at the house with the family. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Which was a, a, a great experience in itself. And at the same token, too, we needed to when we got a bike, we just needed to go away because there's so many kids running everywhere. So I'd walk out the door and you hear this, Daddy John, Daddy John, Daddy John, John, to the John. So you'd be playing with the kids, phone, phone, YouTube. And so then I just like go back to the room, take ten minutes, cool off, then come back out, Daddy John, Daddy John, John, Daddy John. It sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounds like a really cracking trip. Yeah, you've come back with a new lease on life, obviously after your um your. Scottish cure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, if we saw you last week and we tried to record last week, it, it might have been oh, a different I, story. I couldn't, I couldn't even talk. Um, um, well, I would have been asleep more than anything. <laughs> it still would have been good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's great to have you back in the studio. Yeah, things – the wheels kind of fell off a little bit there. We're, we've been trying to get everything going. Mm. But, um, yeah, property pod's back and I'm laying it on the line that – one There'll definitely week. be an episode next week. Well, we need to teach oh, me how that, guys. I'm away next week. <laughs> no. We need to teach me how to u- use the desk because that way then um, I can step in on that side. If we, we can't, John, because you'd be making an episode every <laughs> every five every minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> Welcome back to John Talks. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> we better talk well, real estate. We should talk real estate. I know it's, it's been so long that we've um, ha- haven't caught up properly. Up, right? So, yeah. but. Yeah. Um, Look, it's it's winter. Today mm. is uh, the start of Dark Mofo, the day of recording. So yeah. Dark Mofo's uh, kicking into action today. Um, there's some really great stuff coming. Like uh, winter is such an exciting time of the year now it in Tassie that you can kind of do these things. Snow has fallen so low, probably the lowest I've seen it this early in the year mm. um, in forever. Uh, we went and recorded a little footy teaser for the big freezer. The that was G. so funny. Uh, Marty and Sean yesterday got. Yeah. The, the snow was puking down on them. Yeah. As we were driving up, <laughs> it was rain that turned into snow. And then as we got to the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really wasn't. It just started puking. <laughs> as we set up, I was like, ah, oh, there's probably not enough snow here. It's not settling. And then mm. within five minutes, 
covering the ground. Um, they probably could have made snow angels if they wanted to. <laughs> well, when I watched the video, you could see that in their faces they were like, we immediately regret this decision. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to regret it more. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's wintertime. Um, things are kind of crazy out there in the real estate market at the moment. I don't know if you guys want to comment on that or we can have a – a pretty fluffy. We can either have a fluffy episode we, we where I'm gonna crunch the numbers. Or we can get deep into some stuff. You we, guys, we can, we can keep it light because there's still a lot to report on that would be worth waiting until next week for. I mean, there's, there's interest rate rises and then talk of inflation and in, in increasing so much stuff. So I think rather than trying to bluff our way through it, let's um you know get some data and stuff like that. We can uh, chew on that next week. Hang on, just to confirm, mm. this is the first episode where we're not going to bluff our way yeah. through something we don't <laughs> well, understand. I'm talking, I'm talking about me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like this podcast. <laughs> I thought that was our goal in life, was to bluff our way through something yeah, yeah, we don't really yeah, exactly. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but considering we've been talking about me and Philip, yeah, the Philippines doing a 180 and going straight into the uh, the effects of um, interest rate rises might be a bit too much of a, a change in direction. I was going to say, as a choose-your-own-adventure, I feel like let's um, steer clear of that but promise yeah, yeah. that we'll be back definitely next week. That's it. Talking about the effects, numbers. Talking about yeah. kind of how that's affecting the market and how that's affecting people out there. Mm. What I want to talk about today on the lighter side of the fence is, is winter a good time to sell? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope the answer is yes. <laughs> tomorrow my house goes up for sale. So I'm hoping the answer is yes to this topic. For, for, for today, you better believe it. Well, like that's an interesting point. Like you've, you've yeah, hit the button and you've decided to sell. You've um, got a block of land that you want to build on um, and you've decided like it's time to sell. Yep. Is that a consideration? It's winter time, so should I be doing it now or should Look. I not be? As a real estate agent, you're supposed to be an educated person that knows the ins and outs of the industry. Mm. I've chosen to buy a property in the highest end of the market. I've then decided to build when building costs are at their all-time high, (laughs) $3,000 a square metre, and now I'm trying to sell right in the mix of a bunch of interest rates. So, you know, hopefully it works out in the long run, but... Um, you know, isn't that just the Pat Berry way, or like <laughs> yeah, just yeah. the full Berry way? Is she'll be right, mate. We'll, we'll this. figure it out as we'll, we go. We'll figure it out. <laughs> and you always figure it out. Yeah. But no, I think winter is a great time to sell. I mm. think uh, for starters, you know, a lot of people get nervous about selling in winter for yeah. some reason. In their head, you've got to have the perfect sunny day to show a house. I actually think the opposite. I okay. thought for quite some time, and I've done blogs on it in the past on our website, selling in winter can be a super time to sell, be- mm. to buy, mm. because you can almost see the property at its worst. So if you yeah. see it at its worst, you know it's going to be freaking great in summer. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a really good point. Like rather than kind of seeing the doled up version of it that's, um, yeah, like put on full display, it's kind of like if it's raining, you're going to find out whether the water's coming in the doors yep. or if there's a really big windy gust, you're going to find out whether mm. it's a drafty house. That's from it. it being in its worst condition. And look at the rain we've had over the last couple of weeks. Like if you were to head up to the property when it is bucketing down, you're going to see how it flows off the block. You're mm. going to see mm. how it reacts with the, the area. And, you know, that can be some really great info moving forward to know about a house. Like what was it about three weeks ago when John was away, we had those big floods, oh, floods in Glenorchy, Aaron? Was it? it, it I, I, I can't like remember. Three weeks. It might have been about four weees ago. Like Mary's Hope Road. Oh gone. yeah, yeah, yeah. Water was like a river coming down. Oh, you've kidding. never seen Mary's water Hope go Road. down Mary's Hope Road like it was. Jesus. Abby and I drove through it, and it was literally like a river. But it was then turning onto Radcliffe Crescent, and then hitting this house at the end of the freaking street. Oh no! Like it had nowhere to go, and I was just like, "Oh, that's so bad for those yeah. people." But. I guess this is a great example of how you can see a house and how it behaves in different weather. Yeah, patterns. absolutely, absolutely. Like, 
you know. So you can't do much about like rain. You've got to be able to work with is what it is. But, you know, with sun you can counteract it with blinds, you can counteract mm. it with air conditioning. So mm. there's mm. ways to make a house comfortable in the summer months, mm. but it's hard to fix Avoid water it. problems. Yeah, yeah, especially when there's a river river running through your house. <laughs> I try to explain that away. Just get some sandbags. That's all good, you know. We'll include some. Water feature. Yeah. <laughs> Two times every 10 years, you've got a front swimming pool that is perfect for enjoying. You see some photos from last winter. Look at the kids. They love it. I don't know who they are, but I'm sure they live nearby. Yeah. Oh, I've missed this, boys. I've missed this. This is why we do it every week. So, you know, I think there's bonuses to selling in winter. Well, yeah. that, that, yeah. was, that was certainly all about, um, you know, looking at from the, pur- the purchasing perspective and um, from – and that, I think yours is a classic example. First off, first and foremost, is that you're not picking the season in which you which you do things. You're doing it with as your life. I've had to, it. yes. Yeah, so yeah. you've got to work with what you've got. Exactly. And I think if you are selling in winter, um, you people are going to be looking for some benefits of the place too. So if mm. yours actually really works well, like you can heat all the rooms well, you can oh, straight um, on that. If you've got a wood heater, fire that bad boy up, hundred oh, percent. Make know, it a sweat box in there because the wood heater is working so well. Yeah, because all, all of a sudden all the things that didn't make sense in summer, like all of a sudden, really, really work well in winter because you're looking for that cozy feeling. Yeah. Um, so it's that. Um, all of a sudden trying to work all those other ones that would other bees otherwise be a nothing point can actually still work to your strength, you know? And Oh, um, but like heating's a massive one. Like <clears throat> even currently at the moment, um, like when it was just me and Sarah in the house, it was fine to have um, just the um, heat pump that we put in kind of pumping through the house and doing what it did. Yeah. But since we've got the two boys now and they're both kind of getting into their own bedrooms, heating the house and heating their bedrooms, trying to make sure that they're warm in the nighttime has been something that we've been pulling our hair out with, you know, for the last – Month and a half being like, oh, what are we going to do for the yeah, winter? Yeah. Like snow suits. Well, yeah, look, we've looked into everything. I was looking into heat transfer kits. So we looked into some, uh, putting a ducting um, system in, yep. putting in smaller heat pumps. Someone said, oh, I put a gas heater in. I was like, oh, when we moved Jeez. in, we had a gas heater. Like, <laughs> I pulled that thing, I pulled out, that thing so. out and sold it on Gumtree. So, so yeah, the kind of the house is has been working fine for us in its like previous function. Sure. But now that we need it for, you know, heating the whole family, making sure all the rooms are, are warm and toasty at night time, yeah. it's something we've got to consider. So, yep. yeah, being able to walk into a house that you're looking into in winter and knowing that, oh, yeah, sweet, they've got heating across all pages or all rooms, yep. we're covered. Well, another thing when we, even in our office, what was it, last week, we, see, we saw that um, across all the open homes we had, not one home had, what, more than five people? About that. And it's it's a... That is very common in during these winter months where this is the lowest turnover of property. Mm. Um, historically, you find it's February, March, April, and then September, November – or sorry, September, October, November. They're just where like most of the houses sell because obviously that the tail ends of the nice seasons. Yep. So, I mean, from a purchasing perspective, you might find that you've either got – you may have more choice, but it's also two people are holding off. So if you've got – if you can um, – if you are selling in winter, you may find that there's an opportunity where there's almost still very little of, you know, properties and, you know, choice available because everyone's waiting for that good hmm. season. So if you've got a house that fits the season, take advantage of it. Bang, because – Because you're up against less competition. You wait to spring, the market floods with lots of new stock, you've got problem. more competition. So yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's it's sort of – it's a hard one because you can talk about both uh, – from, from both angles from, from, from day's end, but it really always goes back to that same point with Patrick's is in is that, well, um, move with your lifetime. Move, yep. Sorry, move with your life cycle, not trying to pick it, you know, pinpoint, pinpoint, because otherwise you're just going to keep backing yourself into a corner, not making a decision. 
you know? Well, the, yeah, the guess the thing I was thinking while you were um, describing that from the um, buyer's point of view is, like, if you're going out to the open homes on the Saturday, mm. like, the weather's crappy, it's raining, it's snowing, it's doing the things that aren't very nice. Like, you're a motivated buyer. Like, you're not just oh, thinking, like... there you yeah. go. I like yeah. that, Aaron. Um, exactly you, right. You're not just thinking, like, oh, what are we going to do Saturday morning? Oh, let's go have a sticky bag at yeah, some yeah, places. Yeah, yeah, because this like, guy's got free coffee. We'll go here. Yeah. <laughs> not bad, actually. Yeah, like, sometimes... Uh, last Sunday, I was... Jones and for a really nice coffee and Taru was closed because of the Albert Road market mm. yep. and I was just like what am I going to do like how am I going to sort this out it's hard to do so maybe you got to find open homes <laughs> no but yeah but like, then that defeats your purpose when there's not serious buyers <laughs> no well, yeah, no, I, I've, I've out argued myself like I did yeah. <laughs> me and Pat were having an argument at his house about James Bond yesterday oh really <laughs> and I was on one side he was on the other yeah by the halfway through he argued himself out of the conversation oh, no. agreed that I was right <laughs> I don't know if I agreed he was right. I he just did. agreed that well, I... Moving on, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was yeah. right. Just had to back out before you really put your foot in it and go sell up. <laughs> Getting off topic, though, you raised a valid point mm. that mm. buyers that attend open homes in ordinary weather and, you know, bad seasons, they They're are looking. motivated. 100%. They're serious buyers that you're probably working with. Yeah. And the other side of the coin of with that is that they're motivated and there's probably less competition um, amongst, like, all these other people that are showing up. So you know that, um, yeah, if people are coming, that your place is interesting. People are looking into it and they want to know about it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had another point and it well, raced it, out it, of it my tra- head. It, tra- it translates also to in the, the contracts that we're negotiating because um, all the foundational stuff of displaying your property still counts no matter what market it is, you know, presentation and all, you know, pricing, et cetera. Um, and we, we, may, we are starting to find we're having one-on-one negotiations again versus, you know, three, five, ten, sometimes we had properties with 30 contracts. Yep. So to me, it, it sort of shifts to what you could call almost just like a normal market. You know, properties take two, three, four weeks. That's common. It's just we've been spoiled, I suppose, over the last few years to expect that everything goes, 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 goes. But that's yep. just – that's a very small blip in what is historically mm. a normal market, which it takes a little bit of time. You, you know, you've got to find that right buy. You've got to take a little bit longer with negotiation. So when we move into winter and all these little factors start to scare people, wake up, oh, my God, why isn't it moving? Why isn't it moving? It's like, it's okay, relax. You know, it's the, you, the serious buyers are out there. There's just not – you're not dealing with 30 people that are just enjoying the nice weather. Um, it, it will sell, tick off all the right boxes. And hopefully um, from the purchaser's perspective, you're getting a much more honest perspective on the home because of the weather that it's going up against. God, he speaks wisdom, doesn't he? Doesn't I've he? missed that. I oh, know. Tell me about it. Just wraps it all up in a nice little souvlaki just to just consume. And <laughs> don't know why I went with souvlaki either. <laughs> just trying to think of a food that got wrapped up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Souvlaki. That'll do. That'll do. I remember what my other point was. Just before we sign off, I remember I was trying to think of this from the first home buyer's point of view. And I was like, if you want to get into the market, it's a good time to have the less competition. Yeah. So there's less people to fight against with all these offers. So first home buyers, it's a really good time to get out there and do it. You've got to strap on those winter coats that you mm. probably are all holy and stuff because you've been saving all your money to get the deposit. But Get out there and check them out. This is a really good time for first-home buyers to, um, yeah. Got, it's going to have start to have choice again. Exactly. You're yeah. not kind of just getting, yeah. Um, Railroaded. Mm. That's the word. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, that was a very loose episode. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I had heaps of fun. If <laughs> <laughs> you got this far, thanks, guys. <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, John, it's great to have you back. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good to it's, be back. It's good that you had a really good time over away in the Philippines. Yeah, um, yeah. 
yeah, exciting for everything that's coming ahead for 414 Property Co. And, yeah, watch this space. We promise to be back next, next week. week. <laughs> <laughs> and the week after that. <laughs> All right, guys. thanks, guys. See ya. You have been listening to The Property Pod, recorded and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Property Co. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek then use their own investigation into any topic we discuss to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations expressed or implied and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this information without first seeking qualified and professional advice.